News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. Miracle Network Hospitals, we are staying home to protect the most vulnerable, sick and injured kids, kids like Alexis. When I was 10, I was hit by a car. I spent a month and a half in the ICU. I was scared that I couldn't be a normal child again. But when I was at Children's, they made sure that I was going to be fine. Children's hospitals need donations to save kids' lives, and kids can't wait. While you're staying home, please consider donating at cmnhospitals.org. Together, we can change kids' health to change the future. From the Sheraton Valley Wireless Studios, keeping Northeast Missouri connected, you're listening to KHMO Hannibal and streaming on the KHMO mobile app. Welcome back to today's Homeowner Radio. Here are Danny and Joe. And I'll certainly offer my welcome back as well. We certainly appreciate you spending some time with us. But the time is you're running out of time right now to enter our Backyard Paradise Contest, one of the biggest contests that we conduct each and every year. So what you need to do, as soon as the radio show is over with, go to todayshomeowner.com slash Backyard Paradise. Now, here's what can happen. If you win, and we certainly hope, wish we everybody could win, but if the winner will get... A, a beautiful backyard designed by our friends at Pavestone and Quickrete, and then we will all get together and we will put this backyard together. We'll be taping one of our uh, episodes of our national television show, and your home and you, if you wish, can be a part of that national show. It's a, little, a lot of fun to in, involve the homeowners, get the kids involved, have a little party after we finish. It's always a lot of fun there, but you'll miss out on it entirely if you don't put your name in the hat. And again, that's todayshomeowner.com slash Backyard Paradise. This whole contest brought to you by Pavestone and Quickrete. Of all the contests we run, that is by far the most popular. So now's the time. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And, and we've been six or seven different locations all over the country, so everybody's eligible uh, to win. So, But right now we want to shift gears and give uh, Joe an opportunity to share with us yet another simple solution. Okay, Danny, everyone uses drop cloths when they paint, right? The smart way to protect the floor and furniture and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and we typically use plastic drop cloths because they're affordable and they come in many different sizes. You can buy them pretty much everywhere these days. But plastic does not absorb paint when you drip paint on it, and it creates a bit of a slippery surface. And, of course, if you step into paint, you might track it throughout the house. So to prevent this, you know, one way is just buy canvas drop cloths but if you don't want to spend that money maybe doing a quick little paint job you want to use plastic that's fine but after you put down the plastic cover it with a couple of layers of newspaper it's a great way to recycle newspaper the newspaper will, will absorb paint spatters create a less slippery surface and it'll even protect the plastic from tearing because often this plastic is pretty thin to begin with the plastic sheeting that you use for the drop cloth so it'll keep that from tearing at the end of the job you can just roll up the newspaper put it in the recycling bin and depending on the condition of the plastic you can sometimes save the drop cloth and use it for the next job. So that's a simple solution. Add a little newspaper to your plastic drop cloth, and you won't be tracking paint all over the house. Oh, that's great. And add you a little bit of uh, texture there, too, to keep you from slipping. That's great. That's right. Another another great simple solution, and believe it or not, there's over 500 of them. Video versions of Simple Solutions waiting on you at todayshomeowner.com slash simple solutions. Well, Joe, that's been a, been a great hour here. A lot of different um, information yes. that we've been able to share. A lot of people that we've uh, talked with. And uh, I'll tell you, people are really doing a lot of home improvements right now.
Yeah, well, they have a lot of time on their hands, right? I know you and I are busier than ever on our mm-hmm. working on our homes, and I'm sure most people are. And the great thing about this time of year, of course, is we're all transitioning from our indoor projects to our outdoor projects, and I'm sure that's going to be reflected in the callers and the emails we'll be receiving. So if you've got a question about your home and it doesn't matter, inside or out, up or down, give us a call, get in touch with us, and we'll see if we can help you out right here on the radio. That's right, and that pretty much wraps up this first hour of today's Homeowner Radio. And if you're listening to a station that does not carry the second hour, that's okay. Head over to todayshomeowner.com so that you don't miss a thing. And remember our podcast at todayshomeowner.com slash podcast. I'm Danny Lipford along with my buddy Joe Truini. Thanks again for listening to this hour of Today's Homeowner Radio. Sauna. Today's Homeowner Radio is the right place to get the most practical and realistic advice for your home. If there's a tip or piece of advice you may have missed, find it at todayshomeowner.com slash radio. Hey, we want to hear from you at Today's Homeowner Radio. Call the Today's Homeowner hotline anytime, 800-946-4420, or send us an email at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Again, thanks for listening to this hour of Today's Homeowner Radio. Stay in the know 24-7 by keeping it right here. America's hometown news talk, 1070 KHMO Hannibal, and streaming through the free KHMO mobile app. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Stay-at-home orders relaxed in Alaska, Georgia, and Oklahoma with more expected soon. But concerning news from the World Health Organization, here's CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. I hope that these states have enough testing both to see who has the disease and who had the disease with the antibody test. The World Health Organization this morning made a really amazing and important proclamation is that nobody who had the disease that we know is necessarily immune to the disease. There is no data. You cannot get this COVID-19 a second time. But CBS's Michael George says even states still in lockdown are starting to relax their restrictions. In Nebraska, Governor Pete Ricketts is in the process of greenlighting non-essential businesses so they can operate, but not necessarily as usual. So the hairstylist will have to wear a mask, the tattoo artist will have to wear a mask, and so will the person who is being served, the customer. We have found a way to safely allow low-risk construction that is underway. Even Governor Jay Inslee of hard-hit Washington State put a crack in his stay-at-home order. And in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis wants drugstores to start administering COVID-19 tests. It's my hope that pharmacies throughout the state consider how to offer COVID-19 testing. Uh, The state of Florida stands ready to help, uh, but that would make this much easier uh, if we had those folks uh, engaged in this where people could be able to get a test there. More than 52,000 confirmed U.S. coronavirus deaths now, nearly 200,000 deaths worldwide. CBS's Sabina Castelfranca reports from former epicenter Italy. Millions of Italians will be allowed to return to their jobs on May 4th, but not all. Restaurants and bars will still remain closed, as will museums, theaters, and cinemas. The Italian Prime Minister, Giuseppe Conte, 
Conte is to address the nation this evening on the day that Italy is celebrating its National Liberation Day to provide details on the eased restrictions. Continuing mystery over North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. He hasn't been seen in public since reported heart surgery earlier this month. Korea watcher Gordon Chang warns Kim's death would likely not be good news for the U.S. If there were to be a passing of the leadership to a new group, I think that that new group would even be more hostile to the United States. At a time of transition, um, the politically acceptable response is to go back to the innate hostility of the regime. And up again above the world so high, Contact confirmed. the Russian Progress Cardo craft loaded with food, fuel and supplies docked with the International Space Station a little while ago. This is CBS News. For continuing coverage of the coronavirus pandemic with accurate and original reporting, stay tuned to CBS News Radio. It is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent a fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with home title lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com was well prepared for the pandemic, a fiction writer who started stocking up back in January. The end of October is a novel about a virus that starts in Asia and spreads fast. Author Lawrence Wright started writing it in 2017. His interest in pandemics started many years ago. As a young reporter, I did some stories out of the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. With a deep knowledge, he did his own preps when the coronavirus surfaced. Towards the end of January, I was already stocking up on groceries and um, ordering masks and gloves. And his main character in the book is a salute to epidemiologists who do the hard work. They have no idea what they're dealing with, but their mission is to find out and to stop the spread. Steve Kathan, CBS News. And finally, Belgium's farmers are begging their fellow citizens to eat more frites, french fries to you and me, to clear up a 750,000 ton potato mountain that's built up during the pandemic. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. You've got a lot Hannibal. KHMO weather. With isolated rain showers likely. Highs level off around 55. North winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Mainly clear tonight. Lows around 40. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 65. Chance for scattered showers Monday. Chance for scattered storms on Tuesday. Right now 46.
News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. It is on the mark. I am Mark Hespin, your host. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. It is episode 34 of On the Mark, and oh, man, we are loaded today on a rainy, rainy Saturday morning here in Hannibal. And wherever you may, may, hopefully it's better weather wherever you're listening because it's it's not lovely outside. Uh, what a week it is! Uh, Thursday night NFL draft round one. Last night rounds two and three. Uh, today starting at eleven. As soon as you know, a little uh, over an hour after the show's done, a little under two hours from now, uh, we get the rest of the rounds four, five, six, and seven. So much to talk about with the NFL, and then of course. Uh, we have so much going on with the Bulls, <laughs> well, the the old Bulls, the 98 Bulls, and of course, Michael Jordan's The Last Dance documentary. We're going to uh, talk a lot about that uh, second half of the show. Uh, on the Mark is brought to you by our great friends at Cunis Country and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Faith, family, giving back, that's Cunis Country. I got a special interview, actually, with... The man himself, Jason Buxman, the general manager over at Cunis Country here a little bit later on the show, he was bugging me all week. He's like, we, I, he's like, I got to talk NFL draft with you. I was like, hey, <laughs> you come on the show whenever you want, Jason. We'll talk a little NFL draft. And also, uh, Cunis Country is doing some really amazing things, giving back to the community uh, during this coronavirus crisis. All right, let's jump into it. If you know anything about this show, then you know you should follow me on Twitter, at Mark Hespin, so we can go back and forth at it. And you also know that we always start with the two biggest headlines in the world of sports, what we like to call Hespin Headlines 1 and 2. Let's get into it. First off, Hespin Headline number 1. Hespin's Headlines on the mark. Aaron Rodgers has a right to be mad. And as a Bears fan, it makes me very happy. <laughs> you all know that I'm a diehard Bears fan. I'm going to try and remove the Bears fandomness from myself here and just tell you if I was Aaron Rodgers, how I would feel. And he has a right to be even more angry than Brett Favre. Now, a lot of people are are saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, you've seen these tweets going around, seen it all over the Internet. When the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre was 35. When the Packers drafted Jordan Love out of Utah, Aaron Rodgers is 35. There is no right to be more angry than the other, but it's not true. Aaron Rodgers does have a right to be more angry. There's three main reasons why. Number one, when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers in 05, the Packers were just coming off of a three-seed playoff run in which they lost to Minnesota. Very similar situation that Aaron Rodgers is in out. Playoff run, win-now mode. But at the time, remember back then, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, we didn't have the precedent that we do now from Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers himself, all these guys, older quarterbacks playing at a high level. Back then, you hit 35. I mean, that was it. You had to move on. You were, you were silly if you didn't move on. 
And here we are looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks signing Tom Brady, not drafting a replacement. We look at Drew Brees and the Saints letting Teddy Bridgewater walk out of the building and re-signing Brees to a deal. The length of these quarterbacks, we we didn't have that back then. We do now, which should make Aaron, right, more mad than Brett had a right to be mad. Aaron's like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can play till 40. That's the main reason. That's reason number one that Aaron has a right to be more mad than Brett. Number two... Aaron Rodgers was almost the number one pick back in 05. It's revisionist history. We always see that ESPN loves to show. Oh, look at Aaron Rodgers falling in the draft. Look at him there sitting and falling in the green room. We'll go back to that draft. There was only one team that desperately needed a quarterback, that needed a franchise guy. It was San Francisco. They had the one pick. They made the mistake of choosing, now we know it is, they look back, they made the mistake of choosing Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers, and the rest of the draft fell the way it did, and not anyone else needed desperately a quarterback. That's how this used to work. You remember the drafts even just five, ten years ago? Now there's a run on quarterbacks in the first round because GMs understand getting that fifth-year option on a guy is important. It's important. It's cost-effective. Can you have a guy on the cheap for five years? Which is another reason why it doesn't make sense what the Packers are doing, which I'll explain here in a little bit, too. So back then, it's revisionist history. Aaron Rodgers, there was was debate. A lot of people had him going number one overall. No one had Jordan Love in the conversation with Joe Burrow. People barely had Jordan Love in the conversation with Tua and Justin Herbert. There was a while back, about a month ago, that, you know, his tape does jump off the screen. But Aaron Rodgers had a right to be angry when he fell in the draft. And when Green Bay moved up and traded up in the first round to get Aaron Rodgers, they were getting a guy that you could argue was the number one overall pick in the 20s. It was a massive value get for the, for the Packers. So that's number two. And the third reason is the obvious one. The Packers were 13-3. and three. They were the two seed in the tougher NFC division. And their offense is what let them down in that championship game against San Francisco. People like to say, oh, well, they gave up 27 points in the first half to San Francisco. They couldn't stop Raheem Mostert. Yeah, but the only reason that San Francisco kept getting the ball back is because their offense was anemic. This game was, what, a couple months ago? Do you forget the fact that Devontae Adams, who is a stud, by the way, an absolute stud at wide receiver, he had nine receptions, 138 yards, on 11 targets in that game. Aaron Rodgers' second leading receiver had four receptions for 59 yards and only five targets, and that's washed up old Jimmy Graham that my Bears overpaid for. He's not even there anymore. So here you are, Aaron Rodgers. You get your new coach. You got Mike McCarthy out of town because you weren't happy with him. The ownership finally trusted you and said, you know what? Okay, fine. We're gonna we're gonna we paid you a ton. We're gonna get McCarthy out of town. We're gonna give you a young offensive guy. Green Bay is not a free agent destination. They have to make trades, they have to draft well to get talent there and develop it and stay. 
And here's Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show and all these other things talking about how, oh, I just please, please, please get me some offensive skill positions. The Packers hadn't drafted offensive skill position in the first round since Aaron Rodgers, which is mind-blowing. And here they go, and they trade up for a guy who's a project who, at best, you hope doesn't see the field as a starter for at least three more years. And if you're Aaron Rodgers and the other talented people on the Packers, the Devontae Adams, the win-now guy modes, the Smith brothers who signed there in free agency, you're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Three years from now is more important than next year? That's what you're telling me is the GM of the Packers? Listen, as a Bears fan, it was an amazing, amazing Thursday night. And it got even better last night when... I love uh, Sharp, Sharp Football on Twitter. You got to follow Warren Sharp. This guy is a brilliant football mind. He looks at everything analytics. Sharp, S-H-R-P football, at Sharp Football on Twitter. Warren Sharp. Guy's brilliant. I've used a lot of his stuff on my show before because it's just in, it, the stuff he gets at is fascinating. He tweeted this last night after the Packers drafted that running back. Anytime you can draft a running back, one who was run into the ground in college to provide depth that you in a position you don't need in 2020 after trading up to draft a player in the first round that won't play for years to ensure you won't make it back to the NFC Championship game, you got to do it. Basically trashing the Packers' front office. And they deserve it. In my opinion, they've had a horrible, horrible draft. Now, as a Bears fan, that makes me very happy. But as we look at the larger sports world, this is a big story. This is an important story. And it's more important than, oh, yeah, I'm a Bears fan and this is good for my team. Because obviously, let's be honest, this could all bite me in the butt. And in three years from now, Jordan Love could be Patrick Mahomes' skill level because that's who he has the skill levels he's compared to. And getting to maybe learn from Aaron Rodgers. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers, why do I want to stick around? You got a contract that now is 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 guaranteed. It's fairly tradable. There is not there's probably only three or four teams in the league that wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers over who they have. Why not demand a trade? Say, you know, I'm not gonna show up. I'm not playing for you anymore. Get me out of town. The offers that Green Bay would get would be massive. They'd be gigantic. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, you gave ev- you've given everything to that franchise. You had to sit through it. You you gave up stats. You gave up years to try and win, sitting behind Brett. Prime good years of your life and your athletic youth and your prime. You've gotten yourself beat up behind some shaky O lines in the past couple years. You've had to deal with Mike McCarthy for years after you wanted him out of town. You've had to live in a town that's. Way too small for a superstar like you to live in up in northern Wisconsin as a Cali guy. I, I, I mean, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I, I, you see how this year goes. Maybe they still do some stuff in free agency. Maybe they they find some gems here on day three of the draft. But come on. yeah, you If you're a Packers fan and you're Aaron Rodgers right now, how are you not angry? How are you not frustrated? Now, time will tell. I could be very wrong, right? Time will tell because Jordan Love could end up being a stun and he could rip my heart out for the next decade. And trust me, I'm very prepared for that.
Okay. Okay. So, so don't think, don't think I'm not prepared for the highlights of this kid going over the top in Soldier Field week 15 to win the division over my Bears. Trust me, I'm prepared mentally. I, I just, I, if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're the Packers, uh, you're a Packers fan. How can you be happy at all with the first two days of the NFL draft? You, you can't be. You've not helped your team at all. A team that was one win away from the Super Bowl, 13-3. and three. And it's so blaringly obvious what the needs of the team were. Wide receiver and tight end. Skill position guys. There you go. I can't say I'm angry. You <laughs> can't, can't say I'm angry. All right, you're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin. Get involved with the conversation. Same same thing on the on the gram. All right, let's jump into it. Hespin headline number two to start off the show. A very important one here with the quarterbacks taken. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So five quarterbacks taken so far through the first three rounds of the NFL draft. Jacob Eason sits on the board. Jake Fromm sits on the board. Some guys I do expect to go here in round four and five. Guys that I wouldn't have drafted high at all, uh, so I'm not really uh, shocked by that. Five quarterbacks, though, all within the first two rounds. Uh, the first three make all the sense of the world. The last two are the big head scratchers. So let's break it down one by one. <laughs> I, I want to start before I get into this by saying so much of a quarterback's success is based on the organization that takes them and the time that they're taking, what the organization has around them, what they're building towards all this, right? One of the reasons why I, I I insist that, hey, you know, people love to make fun of me as a Bears fan, you traded up for Trubisky and you passed on Watson and Mahomes. It's too easy for me to sit here and say that, oh, yeah, Mahomes would have won a Super Bowl if he was with the Bears, right, right now. Because the Bears are not, right now, they're just not as well run of an organization with the offensive talent, with the coach, that Patrick Mahomes has in Kansas City. So, so much of it is, so much of it is is based on where they go and what's around them. So, let's start with the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner. I love Joe Burrow as a prospect. I would love him to be my quarterback on my team. I think Joe Burrow has a bright NFL future. But let's be honest, the Bengals are brutal. They do not have a ton of talent around them right now. And they are in a tough division. Say what you will about Cleveland and their dysfunction. They got a lot of guys. They got a lot of players. Baltimore is the class of the AFC right now with uh, with Kansas City. They don't look to be going anywhere, and they draft that running back at Ohio State, J.K. Dobbins. Love, love that pick. And they got to deal with the Steelers, who are historically well-run. They get Big Ben back this year. I would imagine that uh, because the Steelers have not drafted a quarterback, they're looking to maybe sign one in free agency to bring in for Big Ben's backup. Or they're going to say, hey, Ben, we're going to go one more year. Let's stay healthy. We can roll with Duck Hodges, the backup, whoever. But then we're going to draft probably our quarterback of the future next year. And the Steelers are historically well run, and that defense is incredible. The Steelers would have made the playoffs uh, if they were under the current format for this year, last year, with horrific quarterback play. So he's got to deal with all that. I will say this. Joe Burrow is poised to have the very much a type of career that Carson Palmer had in Cincy. Make a playoffs a couple times. Maybe win a division or two here or there. 
Better than Andy Dalton. Just as good, maybe better than Carson Palmer. They can support him. I like he's a little bit more mobile than Carson. It's a, more of a passing league now than when Carson was in the league. I think Joe Burrow has a, a, a lot of success. But again, when you say number one overall pick Heisman Trophy winner, you assume Super Bowls, right? That's what you assume. But hey, listen, when you're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, you can never assume Super Bowls. It's just a fact. It's just the facts of life here. They're not that type of organization. If Joe Burrow can make a couple of Pro Bowls, win a division or two over the next 10 years, get to the playoffs six or seven out of the 10 years, if you're if you're in Cincinnati, what more can you ask for? I like the pick. I love the pick. There was no no brainer with the pick. I don't expect him to be a bust at all. Tua Tungavailoa goes to Miami. Love this. We've been we I've been on the Tua train for months now, saying about how he should have came out when they were talking about oh go back to Alabama or not. The injury is obviously concerned, but he he will have the opportunity hopefully to sit, if not for the whole year at least for a large portion of the year behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, a guy who is a consummate pro, a guy who will take Tua under his wing, and 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 in a system with the guys that actually Miami is bloating up with talent with all the picks they have in this draft. Tua is now in a division without Brady that is kind of wide open uh, with the Jets, the Bills, and the Patriots all in this weird, you know, flex. The Bills, obviously, a little bit of the class of the of that division now is a play the returning playoff team in that division. But I think Tua is poised to have a long, good career if he can stay healthy. I love where Tua ended up in Miami. I think it's a great pick, great build around. Justin Herbert's a wild card. I, again, the best thing that can happen for Justin Herbert. I've been saying this. Love that he went to the Chargers because they have a lot of players. And hopefully he gets to sit for a whole year behind, a, again, a great pro in Tyrod Taylor. But he's got to compete against Patrick Mahomes for the next decade. So good luck. I think Herbert's good. But do I think he's winning divisions over Patrick Mahomes good? And what they're building in Denver good? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a fun one to watch to see how it plays out. But they had to make the choice. I think he's he's a good pick at six. Build around him. Hopefully he can sit for a year. And then Jordan Love, you know how I feel. I think Jordan Love has all the talent in the world. I, I think Jordan Love is in a great situation for Jordan Love if he has a chance to sit for two to three years. And if Aaron Rodgers does take him under his wing. But who knows? I mean, he's going to have a lot of adversity. <laughs> and he and he's and he's and I don't think he's the most loved guy in Green Bay right now. Uh, and finally, Jalen Hurts. Let's be honest. What is Philadelphia doing? I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I would have loved Jalen Hurts maybe being picked up by the Steelers in the third round or the second round, or maybe uh, getting picked up by uh, Seattle to just back up Russell Wilson as a developmental guy, or maybe even by who knows, like Minnesota. And say, hey, sit behind Kirk for two years, and maybe we, we give him a shot, see where he develops. Or Carolina, sit behind Teddy for two, three years, and maybe who knows. But I do not get this at all, Philadelphia. You pay Carson Wentz a ton. You need a ton of weapons around Carson Wentz. And you waste a second-round pick on a guy who you hope never really sees the field unless it's more than gadget plays? I don't get that at all. But... If Carson Wentz's injury history doesn't go well and he gets injured again and he can't play and he, he can't stay on the field, it's a great situation for him because he's got a ton of coaching talent around him, a good defense, and if they can actually draft some skill guys and those guys can hit, who knows? But again, 
I just don't understand the, the the what the GMs are thinking there. Fun, fun stuff out of the day first day two uh, first days of the draft on Thursday and Friday. Very excited to be sitting in front of the couch, get some wings, and I uh, got three more good rounds of uh, draft football ahead of us here today. All right, that's going to do it for the first part of On the Mark. That's On the Mark. Uh, uh, Hespin headlines one and two. Aaron Rodgers should be angry, and and I overall. The five quarterbacks taken, it's all good spots for them. I just don't know how good of fits it is for the teams with uh, Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts and what the, what those teams are doing, what the Packers and Philly are thinking. When we come back, uh, I got uh, we got our guy Jason Buxman from Cutest Country. We're going to talk uh, his excitement about the NFL draft, some thoughts on that, and 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 this amazing the amazing good that Cutest Country is doing in the community right now. Uh, we also have uh, some great stuff on the. Uh, Last Dance, Episodes 1 and 2, and then Preview of Episodes 3 and 4. And then, yes, I will get to what the Bears did uh, with their two picks so far in the NFL Draft. All of that to come. Don't go anywhere. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Is your check engine... Spring is here, and along with sun and warmth, you can expect post-winter road hazards like potholes, uneven pavement, springtime showers, and an increased number of cyclists and pedestrians. Did you know that 2018 was the deadliest year for pedestrians since 1990? This spring, slow down on wet roads, avoid potholes, and stay on the lookout for pedestrians and cyclists. For more driving safety tips, visit driversed.com. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. We have a big problem here. We have entire, two entirely different views of the size of government. Putting aside the issue of DACA, there's a, a philosophical difference that is irreconcilable. The Republicans believe far and far more government than minimal government, but there is no limit to the size of the government that the Democrats or the left want. They, there is no limit. The Dennis Prager Show, middays on KHMO and KHMORadio.com. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Get involved with the conversation. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Same thing on the gram. Uh, we are brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Across from the Village Inn, visit them at CunisQuincy.com. And it's great timing because I got to speak with Jason Buxman yesterday, the general manager of Cunis Country. He called me. He's like, hey. I'm so busy on Saturdays. I can't go. Let's 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 set up an interview. I want to talk. I got to talk sports with you. The NFL dress stuff. Those guys over cutest country. They're big NFL guys. I know my guy Brad Bunch. He listens too. Uh, so here we go. Special interview with him, and then uh, we talk a little bit about how the amazing cutest country is stepping up to give back and partnering with the United Way here locally as well. So here we go. Uh, my guy Jason Buxman from Cutest Country. All right, we'd like to welcome onto the pro. Our guy, Jason Buxman. You hear me talking about him all the time down there, manager of Cunis Country. And, Jason, we'll get to all the great stuff that you guys are doing at Cunis Country, but you're like me. You're a Bears fan. We're, we're watching the NFL draft, and uh, we got to start with the big storylines from uh, round one, and uh, I want to dive right into it. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, is a Bears fan. I loved that the Packers took Jordan Love. Now, I may regret saying that in a couple of years if Jordan Love is torching our defense, but... Right now, that unsettledness, that uncertainty of Aaron Rodgers and, and what he's going to do with this uh, this uh, backup quarterback situation, I'm loving it. Absolutely. He's an alpha male personality, right? So oh, yeah. He's had a little bit of a rift with the coach. Uh, you know, you could see him on the sidelines arguing a little bit last year. 
you got to wonder if that goes into play and say, hey, listen, we don't want to put up with this forever. He's kind of had that risk a little bit with the coach and, and new guys coming in. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out of the Bears fan. I absolutely love it, though. Uh, he's tortured us for years. Either way, he's on his way out, it sounds like. So if there's a little bit of uh, unsettledness in the Packers, I think it's good for us Bears fans, for sure. I agree. And, and I mean, you know, my thought on it, too, is when you, you got to remember, people keep saying, oh, well, you know, uh, they took Brett, when Brett Favre was 35, they took Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, 35, they're taking Jordan Love. But Remember, Aaron Rodgers was projected to maybe go number one overall. It was the battle between him and Alex Smith, and then Aaron fell because everyone else had a quarterback. There was never talk that Jordan Love was going to go one or he was even in the class of, like, Burrow and and Tua. So I'm not necessarily sold as a Bears fan that this this guy, Jordan Love, is going to become Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about that? Well, either way, you got a guy in Aaron Rodgers who has no receivers. Yeah, at all. It's a, you know he's, he's got uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. That's it. And then you're, he's sitting there waiting for him to pull a, a Jerry Judy or whoever was left at the wide receiver. All these great players, and then the quarterback is drafted. I mean, you got to be sitting there going, "What in the world is going on?" And I wonder if he knew or didn't know what their game plan was. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, is is this love guy? Is he going to be anything like a, a Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? I mean, we got a. It's a blessing either way you go, but they didn't get any big weapons they could have got, and they took a backup quarterback. I mean, it's almost like they're planning for the future and saying, hey, we're, we're not too concerned about this year. Uh, we're not too concerned about getting extra weapons for, for Aaron Rodgers right now. It's a surprising move. It really is. What have you? Th- what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, you and all the guys over the dealership. I know Brad, he's a listener, and a bunch. They, we guys are talking. What is, what was, what's been the talk today of – of the first round, the, is the is the two a surprise uh, that he went at five to the Dolphins, or maybe Herbert at six? What are the guys talking about there over the dealership? Well, it's, we everybody is kind of talking about how deep the draft was. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of you know the, the guy the running back from Wisconsin doesn't even get picked. Taylor uh, Taylor doesn't get picked. You got uh, you got all these good running backs. Nobody's picking a running back up so far. And and it, you know I'm not, I mean, two is probably good, but what's his longevity as, as far as it, there's not a lot of great talent after Burrow that's going to say, oh, I think Justin Herbert's going to be a great pick, you know, for the Chargers. I mean, it, it's kind of a weird year, but there's so many good defensive talents, still offensive, uh, the offensive tackles, and the and those guys are just so athletic, running yeah. five. Five uh, second forty yard dashes at three hundred forty pounds. I mean, was incredible. It was a cool night. I mean, just as a sports fan to have something to watch that's relevant that says, okay, we're going to be watching football. You know, later on this year and to have the draft like it was like Christmas. I mean, because it's been like two months without sports has just been brutal. It really has. Are you guys uh, now Sunday night parts three and four of the Jordan documentary, The Last Dance? Are you guys watching that over there too? Yeah, absolutely. So there's all these guys, the younger guys love LeBron. You know? yeah. They didn't get to grow up in the area, era of Michael Jordan. And, and they saw they're not willing to admit, you know, that this guy was, you know, unbelievable back in his day. But the more that they show of Michael Jordan and the, the aura around him, you know, um, what, what he was when you and I were growing up in the Chicago Bulls fans and everybody who knows that story, you know, is like, I remember getting chills when the music was playing, yeah. you know, and they had the you know, from North Carolina and Michael Jordan and the whole thing was going on. It was just 
I mean, you just get sent chills right through your body. And then, you know, they got the LeBron fans that, you know, oh, he's better than Jordan, but they really never got to see him play or know any of the storyline. So it's been fun, you know, because that's a conversation that everybody's been talking about. You know, Jordan versus LeBron, who's the real GOAT, this, that, and the other. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, to just talk about sports and have something uh, to watch on Sunday night. And, yeah, like everybody else, we're looking forward to – you know, episode three and four on Sunday night. It's been nice. Yeah, no, I said it earlier in the show, and I think it, it rings true. It's a compliment to to LeBron to show how, how good LeBron actually is, that he's the only person to even put in that conversation with Michael. Uh, yeah. You know, I think, and I think that's, you know, people get, people get so offended when you say some guy is the number two best player at something in the world. It's like, Hey, he's still the second greatest to ever do it. Uh, it's not a slight at the guy. It's, I just think I love that conversation. Now, Jason, I would be remiss if I let you go without talking about the great stuff you guys are doing over there at CUNIS. Obviously, we love having you as a sponsor here of On The Mark. Uh, with all this uncertainty going on, you guys are stepping up your game, not only uh, with uh, keeping you and your customers safe, but doing so much online and also giving back, partnering up with the United Way, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a conversation that when all this happened, you know, you had this unsettling feeling like we have to do something. This is, this is what we're about. So we didn't know, really know what we could do. Uh, but we, well, right now what we're doing is we are doing a food drive and an essential product drive, which is basically, you know, toothpaste, deodorant, uh, you know, anything that's irrelevant to helping somebody out, you know, hairspray, whatever that is, and then a food drive on top of all that. And at the end of the day, just being available to create, to deliver those products to people, the dealership, people in the dealership have put, taken money out of their own pocket to fill these barrels that we have and we're going to get some great support from the community and we're going to be able to make an impact in a, in an uncertain world in people's lives who really need it. I mean, that, that's what we're all about. I mean, the end of the day, we are a hundred percent, uh, very, you know, very blessed to be able to help other people that are in need. It's what our dealership's all about. It's what the community needs right now. This is, you know, what we need to be doing, uh, to help our community right now. So, uh, it, it's just a small part that we're doing, and I know a lot of places are doing things and coming together. And uh, if you want to donate anything, uh, we have all these uh, big barrels in the uh, Hyundai showroom and in the Honda showroom, and uh, we partnered up with United Way. It's a great organization um, that we get to partner up with, and they've been wonderful to work with. Um, and we just want to give back. You know, We want to be able to collect things and, and make an impact in somebody's life. Uh, that needs it right now and to show that we're all in this together. And um, when this is over, um, you know, we're going to be better for it. Yeah. You guys at Cunis Country live your motto, faith, family, and giving back. That's why we love partnering with you. Jason, thanks so much for stopping by the show. we got to have you on the show again soon. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. Looking forward to the second round tonight. Uh, yeah. And then the, the Bulls thing, man, it's awesome. Sunday so. night. All right, Jason, we'll talk soon. Have a good one. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. There we go. Our guy, Jason Buxman from Cunis Country, and uh, absolutely fantastic what they're doing partnering with the United Way over there. Stop by Cunis Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, drop off some food uh, and give back. Uh, they they really do live that faith family and giving back. All right, when we come back to the show, we've got a commercial break here now. Uh, we're talking last dance. We're talking Michael, a little Michael LeBron talk. My thoughts on and why this is just getting out of hand. Also looking ahead to episodes three and four and why I think it's really important for millennials, people my age, 
and the Gen Z, the people below me, to watch this documentary if you're a fan of sports or just in in general in life. Because I think some real important lessons to be learned. So all of that on the way. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. If wisdom teeth come in properly and meet the right conditions, they are generally safe to keep. But left unchecked, they can put you at risk for gum disease, tooth decay, and damage to adjacent teeth. Some wisdom teeth grow in at such an angle that they never break through the gum, which can lead to tooth decay, gum disease, cysts, and tumors. These impacted teeth can only be seen on x-rays, so the damage they may cause can go undetected if they are not checked by a dental professional. Some people just don't have enough room for another tooth in their mouth, so their wisdom teeth can affect adjacent teeth when they come in. This can make it difficult to chew, difficult to keep them all clean, and misalign your teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination. If your wisdom teeth do need to be removed, the procedure can be done in an office setting with minimal post-operative pain and swelling. Remember, pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Find your local oral and maxillofacial surgeon at myoms.org. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Hello, this is Dr. Ina Hennigan, a family practice physician on the front line here in Illinois. COVID-19 or coronavirus disease 19 is a lower respiratory illness with symptoms of fever, cough, and shortness of breath. There is no vaccine for prevention, and any purported remedies shared on social media should really be ignored. Stay safe and protect those around you by taking the following precautions. Wash your hands often with soap and water for a minimum of 20 seconds, or use a hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth, and if you cough or sneeze, do it into the inside of your elbow, not your hands. Avoid close contact with others, especially those who are sick, by maintaining a minimum distance of six feet apart for short periods of time only. Clean and disinfect the surfaces you frequently touch at least daily. Consult the CDC at cdc.gov and rely on trusted media resources such as the centersquare.com for information during this national health emergency. Remember, we're all in this together. Be well. This message brought to you by the Franklin News Foundation and this station. I'm Ed Harrell, and this is the Kindness Revolution. It's hurricane season, and with hurricanes comes advertising for organizations who represent themselves as places where helping citizens can make donations to assist victims. So if your heart is telling you to make a donation, listen to your head as well and open the door for some research. Check out the history and giving percentages of the charity. This is public information, and if you can't get it, don't give 
give. To learn more, check us out at BeKindnessRevolution.net. Cloudy skies today with isolated rain showers likely. Highs level off around 55. North winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Mainly clear tonight, lows around 40. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 65. Chance for scattered showers Monday. Chance for scattered storms on Tuesday. Right now, 48. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We are brought to you by Cunis Country. They want to thank everyone for their record-breaking 2019. CY Cunis Country Honda Hyundai is the number one dealer in the tri-state area. Uh, volume dealer. And uh, my guy, Jason, we just talked to him. He wanted to let me know. He's like, Mark, you got to tell your listeners. He's like, over at Cunis Country, Honda, Hyundai right now, they have specials going on that you're never going to see again. Uh, and a lot of this has to do with them trying to give back and be as proactive as they can during this uncertain time. He's telling me through the end of April, 0% financing for 84 months on Hyundais. Uh, also, that includes their three years of free maintenance, oil changes, tire rotation, stuff like that, lifetime powertrain warranty, and no payments for 120 days. So he's, literally, he's like, literally, if you just want to come in, trade your car, if you want to get out from your car payment for three months, go in, get a new car. He's like, there you go. We'll take care of your payments for uh, no payments for the next three months. It's incredible stuff. So check them out. CunisQuincy.com, 221 North 36th Street. They're crossing the village in, in Quincy. All right. Time for me to jump away from football. We'll get back to football here to wrap up the show, but uh, I'll jump away from football for a bit so we can get into The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Episodes one and two, must-watch television last Sunday night. Cannot wait for tomorrow night for episodes three and four. They begin to focus on Dennis Rodman a little bit. They already say in that tra- in that teaser trailer there a little bit about how he he tried to ask in the middle of the season to go to Vegas for, for a weekend or take a week off and just uh, party. I, can you imagine trying to deal with that now? Uh, you just play. It was different back then. The players were different, and this would leads me to my main point about why I think this this documentary, The Last Dance, is so vitally important uh, for people my age and the uh, generation below me. So I'm a millennial. I'm 29. I'm a dead smack hard, hard born and raised millennial, born in 1990. So millennial is pretty much, you know, 34, 35 to like 25 right now. And then 25 below to like 15, you know, Gen Z or whatever they are. I think it's really important because you have these guys in the NBA right now who we believe are the superstars and are they dominate the league and they, they control everything like the Kevin Durant's of the league. Who Kevin Durant leaves Golden State Warriors basically because Draymond Green was tough on him and, and and at one point in time called him the B word. And he's like, oh, I'm out, I'm out. And he has every right to do that. He has every right. Say, hey, I, I don't feel like I'm, you know, being treated fairly or respected or whatever. And you have a right to leave and move. And LeBron James, to his credit, is the guy who established the the movement of the NBA as we see it today. But look at wh- how tough. And hard nosed Michael and those eighty and those nineties Bulls teams were, and how physical the play was, and how you didn't just Scottie Pippen. Yeah, it took it took until the final year of that deal for him to finally give you know give a little elbow back to the organization. These guys just played. It was way more important about winning and and what you did on the court. And not about all the other stuff off the court. Now, money changes everything. 
The amount of money these guys make in the league now, yeah. They, I mean, it, it's insane. It's it, it's absolutely incredible what LeBron and Steph and KD and, and Kyrie and them make. Of course, they're treated differently. Of course, their heads should be big, massive, filled with ego. Because the money, it's incredible. I think it's so important to just understand that the world was different. It does evolve. Things do get better. We always are looking for things to improve and get better. But I think one of the things you should really take away from watching this documentary, especially if you like me or younger in the world of sports, is that, hey, sometimes if you're wanting to thrive in a competitive situation, it's important to understand that it's not easy. Things aren't fair. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time in the world of basketball. And he had probably one of the toughest roads ever in the NBA. Dealing with completely bonkers ownership with the Reinsdorfs. Absolute insanity with the GM and Jerry Krause. Yes, Jerry Krause deserves all the credit in the world for helping build that team. making Drafting Scotty. Trading for Bill Cartwright. Getting Dennis Rodman. But he deserves a lot more credit for tearing the team apart. And Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner, should be ashamed looking back that he let him do it. Spineless. And Michael, the greatest basketball talent ever, the hardest working basketball player ever, the GOAT, undisputed in my opinion, had to wade through all of that BS. Can you imagine the owners saying to LeBron nowadays, yeah, okay, you want to keep Phil Jackson coach? Yeah, we're not going to keep him. And you're going to have to deal with it. No! It's, it's completely different now. And that is that is a good thing because basketball is won, as we know, by stars. And that's the other thing this documentary you have to take from it. I am so sick and tired of the whole, well, LeBron needed Dwayne Wade to win a championship. Duh! Duh! Magic needed Kareem! Michael needed Scotty! Larry needed McHale! Shaq needed Kobe! Kobe needed Shaq! Tim Duncan needed David Robinson! Tim Duncan needed Manu Ginobili and, and, and Parker. Duh! You may not like the way that LeBron James put his teams together, and, and that's fine. I think that's silly, but that's fine. But duh, the, the, the idea that, oh, well, they needed help. That, of course, that is a mute argument. That should never be in the sports argument world again. Everyone needs help. Michael didn't win in the 80s until he got Scotty and got the help. Everyone needs help to win in every sport. But still, basketball is about putting the best collection of talent together. It is. And you want to have the guy. And the whole Michael and LeBron debate, to me, it's silly why people would get offended me saying, yeah, LeBron James is the second greatest basketball player ever. That is not a shot at LeBron James. That is a compliment to LeBron James. I would love to be called the second greatest sportscaster ever. Wouldn't you, if you're out there and you're a real estate agent, like to be called the second greatest real estate agent ever? 
you're a doctor out there listening, a nurse out there listening, wouldn't you like to be called the second greatest nurse doctor ever? Not a bad place to be. It means you're really, really good at what you do. You're the second greatest bowler ever. You're the second greatest landscaper ever. You're the second greatest franchise owner of McDonald's ever. That is an amazing compliment. Stop taking it as a slight. Yes, LeBron is the second greatest basketball player ever. He's the, he is the greatest of his generation, and he is the only person, in my opinion, who deserves to be in the argument with Michael, especially if he can win a, 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 a ring with a third team. That is incredible what he's doing at his age. But we also have to know that we as fans of Michael Jordan and Bulls fans and NBA fans, we we had years ripped away from us from Jerry Krause and, and, and Reinsdorf of the Bulls. They stole years away from us. Imagine if the Bulls ownership wasn't idiotic and if the Bulls management wasn't self-absorbed and stupid and they said, you know what? We just won three in a row. We should probably bring back the best coach, the best player, and the best number two guy in the league and see if they can win four in a row, five in a row. But we didn't. So I cannot wait for episodes three and four. I hope that we are all taking from this that life is hard. You have to work hard to achieve what you want. You need help in life. Michael needed help in life. And I also hope that you take away the argument that being second, LeBron being the second greatest basketball player of all time is a great compliment to him. Because that means, in my opinion, and it's just true, he's better than Kobe, he's better than Duncan, he's better than Shaq, he's better than Magic, he's better than Bird. He's better than a lot of other guys that that are all-time great players. It's fascinating. I love it. I love this documentary. I cannot wait. We'll talk more about it next week, obviously, after we see what happens in three and four. Final break of the show when we come back. My thoughts on what the Bears did in round two. You're listening to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot. I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time sitting still. There's so much to do and so little time. Do you remember Mary and Martha from the 10th chapter of Luke? Mary is enjoying the company and teaching of Jesus while Martha spends his visit stressing over the preparations. When I look at this story, I see the struggle that I face every day when work and worship collide, when doing seems far more important than dwelling. We can get caught up in the same performance trap, feeling as though we must prove our love to God by doing great things for Him. So we rush past the intimacy of the living room to the kitchen to do great things. But in the end, will He know us? Dwelling is a position of the heart. It is God's desire to make our dwelling place His presence. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. And you do not believe that the left is good for the United States, then you have to support this president. Not only that, but because he's done so much good. He is uh, as impervious to what the the media think as any president in in my, my lifetime. He has to be. They hate him. They hate conservatives. They hate Republicans. The Dennis Prager Show, middays on KHMO and KHMORadio.com. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. 
We are brought to you by the great people over at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, now is the time. By the end of the month, you're going to get specials you're never going to see again. Go check out Cunis Country at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn. Or visit them online. You can do everything online. CunisQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. Go say hi to Jason, those guys over there. All right. I'm sick and tired of yelling about things that happened uh, 20 two years ago, but <laughs> it's so much fun. That documentary is so good. All right, I want to talk, uh, end the show here. You guys know I'm a Bears fan. Quickly, for all my Chiefs fans out there, I love that they pick Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You're going to love this kid from LSU. Perfect weapon to add to Patrick Mahomes' arsenal. Uh, the Chiefs offense is going to be so, uh, even more fun to watch with this kid, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Love that pick. And I really love what the Chicago Bears did last night. Uh, they had two; their first two picks of the draft were two first, uh, second rounders, picks forty three and fifty, back to back, really quick. And they ended up with the number one tight end in the draft in Cole Komet uh, out of Notre Dame. Uh, he is not uh, a jump off the screen Travis Kelsey type. Uh, but he is a Zach Ertz type of tight end. I, it's what I project seeing him. Mel Kuyper had him as the 27th best overall player in the draft, 29th, excuse me, and the Bears getting him 43, so great value. Anytime you can get the best player at their position in a draft, I think that's a win. It's a position of need. It makes me still angry that I have to watch him have to play with old Jimmy Graham, and we're spending so much money on Jimmy Graham where I'd love to just have drafted him and another young tight end, and maybe, uh, or, or you, you've, you have gotten an Ebron or something else. Don't want to get into the Jimmy Graham discussion because I love Komet. Don't like the Jimmy Graham, but who knows? This year could be fun. And look, the teams that win in this league, the Niners, the, the Ravens, the Pats, uh, the Chiefs, Good teams use the tight end well. The Eagles, great tight end play. And the Bears need to get involved with that because the Bears' tight end play has been abysmal. So very happy about that pick. And I think Komet is a local kid. He's an Illinois kid. Grew up a Bears fan. Him and his family are Bears fans. Went to Notre Dame. Uh, you hope that this kid is your guy. If he's anywhere close to Zach Ertz type of production for the next eight years, that is a massive win. And it's what Ryan Pace has been trying to figure out for years. Uh, and she's so spent another second rounder on a on a on a on a tight end. He's not Shaheen because he's not from a small school, and he's not a project. This kid is a plug and play, ready to go, uh, a tight end. And and you know, with having Jimmy Graham there, it takes a little bit of the pressure off. And Jalen Johnson, uh, the cornerback uh, out of Utah. From everything that I've seen, I love the tape on this kid. A lot of guys projected him to have been a first-rounder. Uh, the only worry is he had to have shoulder surgery. And I don't love the fact he's now had three total shoulder surgeries. One on the left, uh, right, two on the left. But he's long. He can come in and uh, uh, balance on the other side of Kyle Fuller. And again, the Bears cornerbacks, their life is easier because of the pass rush the Bears get. Love the two picks. We'll see what they do here the rest of the day and what the Chiefs do. And the, uh, you know, where will some of these quarterbacks go? It's going to be a lot of fun watching the draft the rest of the day. Like the picks, support the picks. Good on Brian Pace. And, you know, again, I just don't like the free agent signings. All right, that's going to do it for me. That's On the Mark here for episode 34. Follow On the Mark on Facebook. Just search On the Mark. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hesman. I'll see you Monday morning on 97.9 Kick FM for Mornings with Mark and Sam. Stay safe out there, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. 
JC Parts. Gum. I do. Thanks. Don't thank me. Thank Native Americans. Native Americans gave me chewing gum? I didn't know that. Yeah. They also gave you parkas and canoes and snow goggles what? and adobes and chaps and electroplating. Really? So many things. Lacrosse, hammocks, baby bottles, rubber, the compass, camouflage, aspirin. Aspirin? I didn't know that either. Yep. And kayaks, yams, maple syrup, suspension maple bridges, syrup. umbrellas, vanilla, freeze drying, harpoons, really? peppers, avocados. More at sacredpeople.org. Keeping popcorn to me. Dennis Prager keeps you in the know, and so do we. We are America's hometown news talk, 1070 KHMO Hannibal. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. President Trump signed a $48 billion COVID-19 relief package as lockdowns ease in several states. CBS's Michael George. Businesses in some states are reopening. The Trust in Maine salon run by Tara Glynn in Georgia is one of them. If you are very concerned about getting it, then, then we ask you to stay home and don't come. But not all Georgians agree. Protesters showed up Friday outside Governor Brian Kemp's home as his order to open up went into effect. Oklahoma and Michigan also had limited reopening Friday. And Monday, Tennessee, Minnesota, and Colorado will join them. But in Colorado, several workers at a Walmart died from the coronavirus, and the store was forced to close. KCNC-TV reporter Dominic Garcia spoke with an employee there. The Tri-County Health Department has closed the store, and Jesse has no idea when she'll go back so to work. Called, we reached out to the health department, and they told us to call Walmart, but nobody answered the phone or anything. When your store opens back up, do you trust that management will do what's necessary to keep you safe? No, I don't. If you do get COVID-19 and recover, does that mean you're immune? Global health officials say there should be no immunity passports or risk-free certificates for COVID-19. The World Health Organization says there's no evidence yet that people who've recovered from the virus and have antibodies are protected from a repeat infection. It warns of a continued spread if people who beat the virus ignore advice to take standard precautions such as limiting travel or staying home from work. Chile said it plans to hand out health passports to people judged recovered from the illness. Pam Coulter, CBS News. CBS's Elaine Cobb reports things are easing in Paris as well. President Emmanuel Macron says he will have a detailed end of lockdown plan next Tuesday. That will include reopening some schools and a nationwide testing program to track the virus and prevent a second wave. CBS News business analyst Jill Lessinger says as a new spike in unemployment claims raises the possibility of states going bankrupt, the future job market is unclear. A lot of economists that I speak to are worried that that competition for the jobs that are going to be shrinking in the next months, it's going to push down wages. So we're very concerned about what that intermediate term outlook is, meaning through the end of this year for many U.S. workers. Contact confirmed. The Russian Progress cargo craft docked with the International Space Station overnight, delivering food, fuel, and other supplies. This is CBS News. These are challenging times, and Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. Rocket Mortgage. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. 
I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. KHMO Weather Brand.